Hey everybody, DJ Martin, church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. It's great to have you with us, whether you're a member of Parker Ford or just uh, watching this online. So glad you joined us. Uh, Today we're continuing our series of midweek teachings that we're calling Get Dressed. And today we're going to be back in Isaiah. We've been jumping back and forth from Isaiah to some of the writings of Paul. And now we're going to be back in Isaiah, specifically in chapter 61. Before we jump into the word today, let's pray together. Father, thank you uh, for your word. Thank you for how you teach us through it. As we continue this series on clothing in the scriptures and what you would have your people clothe ourselves with and how you clothe yourself with righteousness and salvation. Father, may we be a people that are fully clothed, fully dressed in the way that you would have us be. We pray this in your name. Amen. Maybe you've heard the phrase, a garment of praise before. Um, it's one of those one of those descriptions, one of those little like snippets of scripture that a lot of people have heard, or you might see it like on a sign or on a postcard or a bookmark or whatever. Um, it's it's from Isaiah sixty one where the Lord says that He dresses Himself in a garment of praise. This phrase really took on a life of rich meaning for me um, because my mother in law, my wife's mom. Uh, Lois, she uh, published a book called A Garment of Praise. And what it is, is it's a year of, of reflections after her husband died, her first husband, my, my wife's uh, father. When he died, she, she kept a daily journal for a year. And um, this journal just is her working through the pain, the grief, uh, different conversations she has with people, the ups and downs, all the holidays, the big benchmarks, um, going through that year um, after he died. And she she collected those and edited them and published it. And for me, it's been such, uh, I love this book because it's taught me so much about my family that, that I married into. And it, it's taught me so much about my wife in this season. It was before Um, before I was really in the picture. And so getting to read about their family at that time, getting to read about my wife who was like 15 years old at the time has been so helpful. But the the title of the book is called A Garment of Praise. So whenever I hear that now, I I love that phrase. And I think about the way that God used that phrase um, in my own family's life, in my wife's family, um, during that most difficult trial, that most difficult season. So that comes from this chapter in Isaiah 61. Again, in this series, we're looking at all of these different images of clothing. Um, I've been touching on these different passages um, and hinting at different passages in Genesis that use clothing and throughout the scriptures and some of the parables of Jesus. And specifically, we've looked at Isaiah 59, where God clothes himself. We looked at um, Ephesians 6, where Paul talks about, based on how God clothes himself, he, he riffs on this passage. This is how we are to clothe ourselves in the, in the armor of God. And then last week, we looked at Colossians 3, where Paul gives a list of things that, as the people of God, we are to clothe ourselves in. Well, today we're going back to Isaiah, and we're going to look at another passage um, of this. Now, you'll be familiar with this passage probably because this was Jesus' first sermon. This is the scripture he chose to use right at the beginning of his ministry. I'm going to pick up in Luke chapter 4 and and read it um, as Jesus preached it. So in Luke chapter 4, this is right after the temptation, after his baptism and then the temptation in the wilderness, and then he begins his public ministry. In verse 16, it says, And he came to Nazareth, 
where he had been brought up. So this is where he grew up. And as was his custom, he went to the synagogue on the Sabbath day and he stood up to read. And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah was given to him. He unrolled the scroll and found the place where it was written. And this is Isaiah 61. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty those who are oppressed and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, to proclaim the year of jubilee when prisoners were set free. Verse 20, and he rolled up the scroll and gave it back to the attendant and sat down. And the eyes of the synagogue were, were fixed on him. And he began to say to them, today, the scripture has been fulfilled in your hearing. In other words, I'm the one who's living this out. All of these beautiful um, prophecies, all of these beautiful pictures of who the Messiah would be, it's being fulfilled in my life today. And all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth. I'm sorry, I said Isaiah 61. It's um, Isaiah 63. I'm going to pick back up in Isaiah chapter 63 and look at uh, some more of the verses. In Isaiah 63, it says this. The spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and to the opening of the prison uh, to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and on the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. So this is what Jesus quoted. It goes on to say, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes. So what does Jesus do? By living out this ministry that he he quotes in those first few verses, he, he takes ashes and gives us a beautiful headdress, a beautiful covering instead of ashes that would cover us. And the oil of gladness instead of mourning, instead of tears running down our face, it's the oil of anointing of gladness. And the garment of praise is where that phrase comes from. The garment of praise that's wrapped around us instead of a faint spirit. Think about the parable of the prodigal son. He comes home with a faint spirit. He falls before his father and says, I'm not worthy. I've sinned against heaven and against you. I'm not worthy of you. Take me on as your servant. And what does the father do? He wraps him in a garment of love, a garment of praise. Instead of ashes, instead of mourning, He he anoints his son with the oil of gladness. He bathes him, he clothes him, he cleans him up, and he covers him in this garment of praise. It goes on to say in verse 10 of Isaiah 63, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul will exult in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. So this is what God is clothing us in. He's clothing us in a garment of praise. He's clothing us in the headdress instead of the ashes. He's clothing us in garments of salvation. He's covering us with the robe of righteousness. There it is again, that image of the father wrapping his son in righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress. Now, in my wedding, I didn't dress like a priest, but I did get dressed up. I dressed nicely. I, I was wearing a suit and tie. I was, I was dressed up because I was so 
so excited. And my wife wore this beautiful, beautiful wedding dress. I'll never forget the doors opening. And that was, we didn't do a first look. So, you know, we had gone 24 hours without seeing each other. And there she is in this dress that I'd never seen. I'd heard she had this beautiful dress. And there she was standing at the end of the church, dressed in this beautiful dress. That is how God is dressing his people through his son, Christ. As a bride adorns herself with jewels, this is how God is dressing. So in in this passage in Isaiah 63, it says, He has clothed us, his people, with garments of salvation, with a robe of righteousness, with a priestly headdress instead of ashes, with a garment of praise instead of a garment of mourning or rags of mourning, and with bridal jewelry, with, with the beautiful uh, wedding dress. This is how God has clothed his people. So I'm going to leave you with these questions today when you think about this imagery. How has the Lord dressed you? Just like Adam and Eve, each of us were naked and ashamed. As it says in Jeremiah, all the best that we can do is fig leaves of self-righteousness. All our righteousness is as rags before the Lord. All of us are naked and ashamed before him. But our God's not a God that desires to expose that nakedness to embarrass us. You know, the, the old trope of everyone has the nightmare of, of waking up and suddenly they're at high school and they're naked, you know, that kind of thing. No, our God is a God who, who clothes our nakedness. If, if my little girl were to get a fever, my daughter were to get a fever and, and be delirious and run outside naked, as her father, I wouldn't point at her and laugh and say, ha there she is. It's so shameful that she's naked. No, what would I do? I would grab a blanket. I would grab a towel. I would grab whatever I could grab. And I would go sprinting out the door to cover my little girl or to my son or my wife or whoever it is. I would do everything in my power to cover them so that they wouldn't be exposed, so that it wouldn't be shameful, so that it wouldn't be embarrassing. This is how God deals with our nakedness. We're so afraid that he wants to point it out. We're so afraid that he wants to expose it and embarrass us. But his desire as a good father is to run out and in our delirium, in our confusion, in our, in our feverish state where we can't see clearly and we're naked and ashamed, not to expose it, not to point the finger of shame, but to wrap us like the father of the prodigal son in his robes of righteousness. So I ask you again, how has the Lord through his son, behold the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, how has he through his son dressed you? Has he exposed your nakedness or has he lovingly covered it? If you are in Christ, you're a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. If you are in Christ, you have been clothed with the righteousness of Christ. You have been given a garment of praise. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the clothing that you give us. Thank you that you do not expose and shame us in our nakedness. But like a good father, you clothe us and cover us. You dress us in a garment of praise. You give us the breastplate of righteousness, the, the full armor of God, all the clothing in Colossians 3. You cover us in that. We thank you, God, and we pray this in your name. Amen. Have a great day.